Hi, church. Uh, for those of you that don't know me, I'm Kyler. I am the assistant campus pastor for the Manteca campus and the assistant network executive pastor. And I am so excited to be here with you tonight. Um, but I'm not going to lie to you. This message is a pretty challenging message straight from God. And so uh, before I get into it tonight, I would like to wish two of my older sisters a very happy birthday. Today is their birthday and they share a birthday. So happy birthday, Pastor Trin, and happy birthday, Pastor Tasha. Um, make sure to give them a shout out in the comments. Okay, so when I was a kid, uh, we had chores. And so my siblings and I, we didn't, you know, get an allowance or anything. No, 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 no. We had the privilege of living in my parents' home rent-free. And so chores is kind of how we helped out in the home. And so we did all kinds of things from dishes to taking out the trash to picking up the dog poop to folding laundry and so on. You get the idea. And so now listen, I was by no means a perfect child, but every once in a while, I might see that the, the sink was starting to get full and I might think to myself, hey, why don't we just make mom's day and do the dishes without her asking, right? And so I'd start to get up. I would make my way to the kitchen only to have my amazing, beautiful, kind, compassionate mom say, hey, Kyler, you're on dishes today. No! What do I think now? I don't even want to do it anymore because at that point I wasn't the one to decide that I was going to do the, to do the dishes because the boss lady aka mom told me to. And so let's be honest, we do this as adults all the time, don't we? We have all the right intentions and we might even get up to do it and when we're told to do it, you know, by God or by a trusted friend or our boss or something like that, all of a sudden, we don't like that. We don't want to be told what to do. We throw our hands up and say, never mind. I don't even want to do it anymore. We act like kids. But isn't it crazy how no matter how um, young or old we are, we have a heavenly father that wants what's best for us always. And so if he says to do something, or not to do something, which is what we're gonna talk about a little bit tonight. We need to listen because we're his children. And so I wanna kinda let you know how this message was laid on my heart. And so I was reading my Bible um, like any other night. I actually read my Bible at nighttime. It's just better for my schedule and my mind, you know? And so I was reading my Bible and um, one of the passages I was reading was in Mark. So if you have your Bibles, go ahead and turn to Mark. That's kind of where the main verses is that we're going to be looking at tonight, but um, we're gonna be all over the Bible tonight. So just be prepared for that. But turn to Mark. The passage was Mark 7, 20 through 23. He went on. What comes out of a person is what defiles them. For it is from within, out of a person's heart, that evil thoughts come. Sexual immorality, theft, murder, adultery, greed, malice, deceit, lewdness, envy, slander, arrogance, and folly. All these evils come from inside and defile a person. 
So my question for you today, and the title of my message is, what's your no? So I feel like it's, it's a pretty obvious question. Uh, what does that mean? What is it that you need to say no to? So I would submit to you that likely you already know what that something is. Um, and you might be hoping, oh, I hope she doesn't go over these like 12 things one by one uh, so she doesn't say my thing, you know, because if the person with the microphone doesn't say what I'm doing, doesn't talk about my sin, then whew, don't worry, guys, I'm off the hook. Listen, I used to do that all the time when I was a kid or even a teenager. And listen, the preacher was my dad. And so anytime that he would start listing things, you know how, you know, pastors sometimes list things to get your mind going. Um, it was like, don't say it, dad. Don't, okay, whew, don't worry. He didn't say my thing. So, so I'm good. I'm good. Was I? Are you? Because you're just going to continue down a path of destruction that's not only hurting you, but it's hurting generations after you. So is that really the legacy that you want to leave behind for your children, for your grandchildren, for your great-grandchildren? Even if you don't have kids like myself, I don't wanna leave a legacy that's terrible for my nieces and nephews. So I'm sure you can see how when I read these verses uh, by myself in my bedroom that night, Jesus was like, here you go, Kyler, this is what I want my people to hear. This is it. What's your no? Where do you draw the line and say no more? Sexual immorality, theft, murder, adultery, greed, malice, deceit, lewdness, envy, slander, arrogance, and folly. All these evils come from inside and defile a person. So, surprise. <laughs> I wanted to see what the Bible says about these 12 things individually. There is a whole lot in the Bible about these things listed in just these four verses, but I'm gonna give you a couple other verses for each thing so that we can kind of understand it better together. So number one, sexual immorality. 1 Corinthians 6.18, flee from sexual immorality for other sin Every other sin a person commits is outside the body, but the sexually immoral person sins against his own body. And 1 Thessalonians 3 through 5, it is God's will that you should be sanctified, that you should avoid sexual immorality, that each of you should learn to control your own body in a way that is holy and honorable. So the world says, no, of course you need to have sex with that person. You know, you gotta see if you're sexually compatible before you get married. You wouldn't wanna be stuck in that. Jesus says, no, learn to control your own body in a way that is holy and honorable. And so if you can't, guess what? The Bible also says in 1 Corinthians 10, 13, God is faithful. He will not let you be tempted beyond what you can bear. But when you are tempted, because you will be, he will also provide a way out so that you can endure it. God isn't trying to trip you up. He's helping you. But if I can be really honest with you for a second, sometimes we make it a whole lot harder than it needs to be. We make it so much harder on ourselves when all we need to do is look for the way out because there always is one. We 
sometimes just choose not to see it. Number two, theft. Ephesians 4, 28. Anyone who has been stealing must steal no longer, but must work. Do something useful with their own hands, that they may have something to share with those in need. Work. Use the skills that God has given you to work hard and don't act like you have no skills. God's given you skills. You gotta find what they are. Use those to glorify God. Not everything can be handed to you on a silver platter. And I know a lot of you are like, mm-hmm, amen to that. You gotta work, you gotta earn it. Number three, murder. Romans twelve nineteen. Do not take revenge, my dear friends, but leave room for God's wrath. For it is written, it is mine to avenge. I will repay, says the Lord. First John 3.15, anyone who hates a brother or sister is a murderer. And you know that no murderer has eternal life residing in him. So you're not just a murderer if you literally take someone else's life. But the Bible says that if you hate someone, you've already committed murder. So let's not act like the world is a bunch of roses and butterflies. Murder is real and it does happen. In just the first half of 2022 of this year, it exceeds last year's highs. So we don't need to be afraid. God didn't give us a spirit of fear, but of power of love and a sound mind. But we, we do need to be aware and we don't wanna stick our head in the sand. So number four, adultery. Matthew 5, 28, but I tell you that anyone who looks at a woman lustfully, that anyone who looks at a man lustfully has already committed adultery with her in his heart. Watch your eyes. Think like Joseph did when Potiphar's wife was throwing herself at him. What did he think? He didn't, he ran. And some of you guys need to stop justifying what you're doing, justifying the person you're talking to, justifying the little flirtiness that you're doing and get out of there, run. You gotta watch yourself. Number five, greed. First Timothy 6.10. For the love of money is the root of all kinds of evil. Some people eager for money have wandered from the faith and pierced themselves with many griefs. So this verse is said wrong a whole lot. And so you might've heard it say that the, that the love of, it's not, okay, let me, let me start over. <laughs> the verse is said wrong. So it's not that money is the root of all kinds of evil, but it's the love of money. It can really make you crazy. And so you already have everything you need in Jesus. So stop chasing after things that you don't even need. Number six, malice. Okay, many of you know that Pastor Troy is my dad. He's a seventh degree black belt master in Taekwondo. As high of a rank as you can get in Abishai style Taekwondo. So as one of his daughters, um, I was, you know, thrown into Taekwondo too. And so in Abishai style of Taekwondo, one of the requirements is uh, to earn your next belt is to memorize and recite one or many Bible verses. And so one of them I thought really went well with malice. So Proverbs 15, one, a soft answer turns away wrath, but a harsh word stirs up anger. And so while I was kind of studying this word malice, uh, two other verses really stood out to me in Ephesians 4, 
31 and 32, get rid of all bitterness, rage, and anger, brawling and slander, along with every form of malice. Be kind and compassionate to one another, forgiving each other, just as Christ God forgave you. So I want to stop for just a second. Um, We're halfway through these uh, 12 Okay, and I wonder if one or maybe many of them have kind of stood out to you. Um, maybe jumped out like, hey, that's it. That's me. That's what, I'm, that's what I'm struggling with. That's where I'm falling short. That's my no. What's your no? Sexual immorality, theft, murder, adultery, greed, malice? So let's continue and I wanna see if God doesn't knock on the door of your heart like he did me when I was sitting alone reading my Bible that night, writing this message. So he's saying, God's saying, hey, I've been trying to get your attention. I'm so proud of you for fixing this thing over here. That's just wonderful, but you're not done yet. Now I wanna take you from glory to glory. So let's fix this thing over here now. Let's keep working. Number seven, deceit. Proverbs 19, nine, a false witness will not go unpunished and whoever pours out lies will perish. Do you really think that that one lie that you told wouldn't hurt? Haven't we always kind of been taught that lies have like a snowball effect? You know, one lie turns into two, turns into three, turns into four, until you've got this huge snowball of lies that you really thought that you had a handle on, but now it kind of entraps you. And sooner or later, that snowball is gonna wreck your life. (laughs) I'm preaching to myself with this whole message. It's not worth it. The lying, the deceit, it's not worth it. Use your lips for truth telling. Number eight, lewdness. Okay, so don't laugh at me. Don't laugh at me. But um, I was so excited to share this message with Pastor Trin um, to like tell her, you know, what I was gonna preach about and everything. And I was reading her these four verses with these 12 things in them. And um, I got to lewdness and I was like, so (laughs) Trin, what does that even mean? So I was so excited to preach about it, but I was like, there's this one word in there. I'm not sure what it means. And so for those of you that also don't know what it is and are awesome, let me just give you a quick definition. So lewdness is defined as crude and offensive in a sexual way. Hmm. So those, that's what she said, jokes. They probably need to come to an end. Romans 1, 21. For although they knew God, they neither glorified him as God nor gave thanks to him. But their thinking became futile and their foolish hearts were darkened. Number nine, envy. Proverbs 14, 30. A heart at peace gives life to the body, but envy rots the bones. So when envy starts and you allow it to live and grow in your heart, it has terrible, awful consequences. So don't let it fester. I want you to bring it out into the light. Tell a trusted friend, tell God, of course, but bring it out. Number 10, slander. 
Proverbs 10, 18. Whoever conceals hatred with lying lips and spreads slander is a fool. So I can only imagine that none of us want to be called a fool or foolish by God. So even though we make some pretty stupid decisions, we're kind of stupid sometimes. So being being called a fool by God, that's not exactly one word that I would love for him to call me. (laughs) Proverbs 11.9, with their mouths, the godliness, the godless destroy their neighbors, but through knowledge, the righteous escape. So we're talking about, you know, using our lips for truth telling and kindness even. So like in the wise words of war, why can't we be friends? 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 That's good. 11, arrogance. First Samuel 2, 3. Do not keep talking so proudly or let your mouth speak such arrogance. For the Lord is a God who knows and by him deeds are weighed. Romans 12, 3. For by the grace given me, I say to every one of you, do not think more, do not think of yourself more highly than you ought, but rather think of yourself with sober judgment in accordance with the faith God has distributed to each of you. So if you've ever been um, with someone in your life that's arrogant, you probably really dislike being around them. So people that are arrogant tend to um, bring others down so that they can be lifted up. It's a really rough cycle. So these uh, verses in 1 Samuel 2, 3 and Romans 12, 12, 3 remind me that um, I'm not like my dad says, all that in a bag of chips. (laughs) We shouldn't think more highly of ourselves than we ought to. Number 12, folly. So Proverbs 29, 11. Fools give full vent to their rage, but the wise bring calm in the end. I'm going to read that again. Proverbs 29, 11. Fools give full vent to their rage, but the wise bring calm in the end. And Proverbs 14, 6. The mocker seeks wisdom and finds none, but knowledge comes easily to the discerning. Are you being foolish? Do you have a lack of good sense? Mark 7, 20 through 23, what comes out of a person is what defiles them. For it is from within, out of a person's heart, that evil thoughts come. Sexually immorality, theft, murder, adultery, greed, malice, deceit, lewdness, envy, slander, arrogance, and folly. All these evils come from inside and defile a person. What's your no? So, um, I would be foolish if I didn't speak out what God spoke to me. I was really wrestling with the Holy Spirit um, a little bit about bringing up these next four verses that I'm going to talk about. And the Holy Spirit quickly won. So I felt like I didn't want to be so convicting. It's not really my job, is it? It's God's. So stick with me. Proverbs 6, 16 through 19. 
And there are six things the Lord hates, seven that are detestable to him. Haughty eyes, a lying tongue, hands that shed innocent blood, a heart that devises wicked schemes, feet that are quick to rush into evil, a false witness who pours out lies, and a person who stirs up conflict in the community. I don't know what your no is. I know what mine is. And I believe that you know what yours is too. And so that thing or that person or that place that you need to say no to, maybe you've gone back to it or them or that person several times, just time and time again. And God's calling you to greater things. God's calling you to bring it out of the darkness of your heart and bring it into the light where there's love and accountability and freedom. And so are you going to choose to just go ahead and stay the same? It's like, that was a good message, Kai, but I'm going to keep going, you know? Or are you going to let God take you from glory to glory to glory? Let me pray for you. Jesus, you know our hearts. You know where we're falling short because none of us are perfect. We all have things to work on. God, would you help us even now to confess what we are officially saying no to? Help us not to go backwards and forget the commitment that we are making to you tonight. We say no more. We can do all things through Christ who gives us strength and we trust you and we love you. In Jesus' mighty name, amen. Listen, if you made a commitment to God to say no to something, would you put no more in the comments so that we can be praying for you and so that we can see that you are serious about realizing, understanding, and rising above your no. So thank you so much for sticking with me tonight. And I pray that, I really pray that you got something out of this message. I'm proud of you and I'm praying for you. Hey, New Life, I'm Brian. I am the online campus pastor here at the New Life Church Network. And I just wanted to say thank you so much for joining us today for this midweek live stream. Hopefully you got something great out of it. I want to remind you about a couple things about our church network. One, if you haven't uh, liked or followed us on Facebook or YouTube or Twitch, make sure you do that right now. You just go to New Life Church Network. Uh, We're also on Instagram as well. We want to make sure that you stay up to date on everything that's going on here at the New Life Church Network. We try to use social media as much as possible to let you guys know about all the stuff that's going on. One of the things we do every single day is nightly prayer with our church network. And at 8 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, every single night on Facebook, we go live. Uh, One of our staff members goes live and we pray over the needs and over the praise reports and everything going on for our church network and across the globe. And so join us every single night on Facebook New Life Church Network on Facebook at 8 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. Also, if you have a prayer request, you can submit those anytime at our website, newlifeca.church slash prayer. Submit them there, or you can always submit them in the comment section of any video we post. We'll make sure to add that to our prayer list, and we pray over that at our nightly prayer time. Also, if you call New Life Church your home church and you want to give towards the ministries here at New Life, you can do that at our website. That's newlifeca.church slash give 
Or you can text your campus name like online, Lathrop, Modesto, whatever it is, to 209-647-3878. And you can follow the step-by-step prompts on your phone there to give uh, an offering or a tithe to to the church. We want to thank you so much for joining us today. And I want to bless you with one scripture before we go. And that's Matthew 6, 33. It says this, Seek the kingdom of God above all else and live righteously, and he will give you everything you need. So if you find yourself in a place of need, do those two things. Put his kingdom above everything else, no excuses. And then secondly, live righteously, and he has promised new life to take care of every single one of your needs. All right, God bless you. I'll see you guys again soon.